Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today we have Amber Green of Fate Style Studio. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A two-part virtual workshop. Two-part. It's virtual. It's a workshop. Indeed, yes. Okay. Good job. This is going to be on September 22nd and 23rd. That's a Wednesday and Thursday. That's coming up. Yep, from 2 to 3.30. What's it called? It is called Creating a Culture of Feedback. A Culture of Feedback. Right. Like that... that High-pitched sound that no, not that kind rings of, in your ears and not you're just that like, kind of Stop feedback. It. Stop it. No, or like now that we're all virtual when somebody like doesn't turn off their Zoom. like Not that kind of feedback. Okay. Well, <laughs> who's putting this on? This is presented by Courtney McCulloch, former guest of the show. Absolutely. She is an experienced human resources professional who's been working in the industry for over 10 years. So she has... She knows all about feedback. She does. Providing feedback is a powerful tool for any leader, but can be uncomfortable. This session will provide tools and training for effective, direct, and candid feedback in a variety of settings. It will promote a two-way street for feedback in your organization and board, as well as help you know what happens after the feedback. Help yourself and your teammates create culture that promotes feedback by attending the session. And it's a two-parter. Two-parter, yep. Wednesday, September 22nd, and Thursday, September 23rd, from 2 to 3.30, and it's all virtual. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio today, we have Amber Green of Fate Style Studios. Welcome! Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. Well, of course, first question, tell us all about the store. It's brand new. It is. It is brand new. I've been open just a little over uh, six weeks. We are located in downtown Yorktown, right across from the library at the intersection of Adeline and Highway 32. The store is a women's and juniors fashion boutique, so we have styles for from sizes extra small to 3x for basically ages 15-ish plus accessories. So, you know, think of your jewelry, scarves, shoes, belts, that kind of thing. And some purses and bags and a little bit of everything else. Awesome. We were in there a couple of weeks ago and it's really cute. Like I, I love the way you've styled it and the clothes that are in there and all that. Like I really dig that you've got that wall with uh, the leaves and your your uh, neon sign. Neon sign. Yeah. I don't like that's pretty pretty groovy. I like yeah, the that. The entire store was uh, designed around that wall. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice wall. I like it. Thanks. So what made you decide to do this? So this is a very interesting story. I actually had a 10-year career in the beauty industry. I was a field sales executive for a large cosmetics company. 
And for the last year of my career, I had actually kind of switched tunes and was working with salons and COVID happened. And as you know, everything shut down, including salons. So my job at that point in time was obsolete. We, um, the other employees, there was, we were working for a small company at the time. There was 12 of us. We were all put on, you know, leave until the world got back up and running. And we covered four states and Indiana was the first to come back, like get salons going again. But my company told me just to wait until we had that revenue stream of the other states that we covered. And I waited and waited. I was given a return date four different times. And finally on the last return date, I was told in a text message that I would not be coming back. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Text. That's yeah. harsh. That was, yeah. A, that was a little rough, um, unprofessional probably hits the nail on the head there. Um, So I applied for months after that looking for jobs, but I think the beauty industry learned very quickly that e-commerce was where it was going to be for them. And people like myself who had years of field experience were not necessarily needed anymore. And after about 200 rejection emails, I woke up on January 1st and I looked at my husband and I said, I'm done. And he said, done with what? And I said, I'm done applying, turning my LinkedIn off. I'm not filling out any more applications. Enough is enough. I know I have a good resume. I know I'm good at what I do. And I'm tired of waiting for someone to tell me that I'm good when I already know that. And he goes, okay, (laughs) what what are you going to do? (laughs) And I said, I'm going to open my own store in that empty building downtown. And he goes, Oh, okay. And there we are. We went from January 1st to opening on July 10th. Okay. Very good. Six months. Yep. Boom. Give us a little more of your background. Like you said, you've spent 10 years in the, well, more than 10 years in the cosmetic industry. Uh, Where'd you go to school? Are you a a Munsonian, Yorktown? Where are you from? I actually graduated from Wapahani. Okay. A writer. Yes. I (laughs) lived out by the reservoir. Um, I moved out there when I was the summer before I started eighth grade. Um, so my earlier middle school was actually at Yorktown. Okay. And before that, I went to like five or six different schools. I started, moved around a little yes, bit. Yes, I started right. in Muncie. I moved to Pendleton. I moved to Fishers. So I've kind of been all around, all around East Central Indiana, but um, I would definitely say that I grew up the most in Selma and okay. graduated from Wapahani and moved to Yorktown... 12 years ago 13 years ago okay well i want to know a little bit about your husband he's a he's a police officer correct he is he is a yorktown police officer currently he is serving as the co-interim chief oh okay and he's he's been out there he's been on the yorktown police department for almost 19 years all right then. so quite a while so he's been there for a while yeah we're, we're not going anywhere <laughs> hence putting the business in yorktown well that makes sense then <laughs> Now, when I met you, I put out on Facebook that uh, I wanted to take professional headshots and I needed some practice. And you were one person that that came to me and said, I need a headshot. And it was for something very unique, I thought, which was uh, a pageant. Could you tell us about that and your involvement in pageants uh, here in East Central Indiana and, and Indiana in general? Yes. Um, so I did, I did quite a few pageants when I was in high school, which has been more than a little while ago. <laughs> <clears throat> I was the Delaware County Fair Queen. Okay. okay. In 2000, 
five. All right. That wasn't that long ago. I did a couple <laughs> others after that. Obviously went on and did the state fair queen pageant um, and did a couple other ones and had been out of it for years. And one of my friends said, hey, I've, I've seen the ads for this Mrs. Indiana. It filters into Mrs. America. So think, you know, Miss America that you see on TV. It's the married version. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I decided to do that. It was, it was a wonderful experience. I've since learned that if I were to ever do a pageant again, I would probably research the system that it's in much more than I did that time. Okay. If I'm if I'm representing a system or competing in a system, and by system I mean, so Miss USA is a system, Miss America is yes. a system, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, it it came to light after Mrs. Indiana. Mrs. Indiana was great, but it came to light afterwards that the Mrs. America system, in and of itself, was not being ran by people that align with myself. Okay. So yeah, and you never know that. I mean. Unless you do some research and looking into it, because nobody they you don't... do it at least once. Yeah, yeah. right. And and like I said, Mrs. Indiana was great. It was one my my friend that won that year went on to compete at Mrs. America, and the experience she had was nothing that I would have ever wanted her or anyone else or myself to go through. So that's just nothing that I would be interested in doing again. I love the headshots. Yeah, the headshots and, were great. They turned out great. And you made <laughs> the it The headshot so easy. is still my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one of the, the, the most fun shoots I've done because we took way too many photos. It, uh, it probably took too long on you, but you knew how to be in front of a camera. And me being so green, I was like, oh, I've, I've, I've got to take capture this moment of having a person who knows how to be on camera and right. develop and, that. And learn learn as much as you can from it so yeah. yes so thank you <laughs> a a public thank you for for well you're welcome responding to the ad and making it happen so yeah it was fun <laughs> so what do you like to do for fun when you're not you know running your store all day <laughs> <laughs> i am a big i'm a summer person summer and fall so i really like to take my kids to the pool take myself to the pool without (laughs) them sometimes the zoo water parks things like that we our neighborhood is like walking through a state park it really is awesome to walk through so taking the kids and the dog on a walk through the neighborhood we're big we're a big movie family like we had that that's like movie membership where you just paid a flat fee each month and you could go see unlimited movies and then covid you know knocked that out of the park yeah that was a great concept and then covid did they just brought it back (laughs) they've got it back now yeah Yeah. we we didn't know that we went to go see a movie last weekend with all the kids and usually we would each like there's five of us there's my husband myself and three kids so usually i would like log on and buy myself and two kids and then my husband would log on and buy himself and one kid and we went to do it and our tickets were free again and i was like oh they brought it back (laughs) so we were big movie people we my husband and i really like concerts um we actually just went to our first concert post covid last week that's really about it all right tell us about your kiddos you got three? I do. I have my oldest is in fifth grade. He's 10. He is my April Fool's Day baby. Okay. And no joke. No. And, oh, <laughs> those words came out of my mouth many times when I was in labor. 
Um, and then I have five and a half year old boy girl twins. Okay. Oh wow. oh, wow. I bet that keeps you busy. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. They are, you take, you know, two children that have literally been in the same room, lifestyle, what have you, since conception. And I have not encountered two more opposite people (laughs) in my entire life like this is proof that you can have the the same parents the same house the same upbringing and be absolute polar opposites like our girl is 100% girly girl and wants to mother everything except her siblings she really doesn't try and mother them but you know toys dolls things she finds outside and the boy is just rough and tumble hard all the time constantly you know throwing his older brother under the bus throwing his sister under the bus (laughs) like just and and she if she gets in trouble she just okay and kind of gives you the lip quiver if he gets in trouble it's like the world has ended and he will melt into a puddle in front of you. <laughs> Tell us something interesting about yourself that we may not know. Um, I actually was on American Idol. So I met the executive producer of American Idol and that was pretty cool. What'd you do? Sing? What? Well, that's, American that's Idol what American is Idol is. <laughs> America's got talent where you can do yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, and this was, this was years ago. So this was... This um, is post Kelly Clarkson. Well, yeah, very shortly after Kelly Clarkson, okay. it was 2006, and I met Nigel Lithgow, who was the executive producer okay. at the yes. time. He was one of wow. the, the judges. So on American Idol, did you make it on TV? I did not make it into. So back then, this was 2006. So this yeah. was still Simon, Paula, and Randy. This is like the OG group, and I did not make it to them. But they are actually the fifth round. Oh, okay. They do not show you that because they have to filter through thousands of people. Um, but I did make it to the fourth round, which was in front of Nigel Lithgow and another one of the producers. Wow, well, very cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Where did that take place at? Indianapolis? Or? No, then back then that was in Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. Yes. Cool. So it was really, it was awesome. We went down and... Um, got there at like three o'clock in the morning to get in line for the first round. And they they just filtered all of these people into where the Memphis Grizzlies play. Mm-hmm. And you were given a number based on the section that you were seated in. And they had like 50 tables down on the floor, like the basketball court floor. And you walked, you were like, it looked like herding cattle. Like you were just put <laughs> into these <laughs> shoots. And eventually you got up to the table and there was like three people at your table and you auditioned in groups of five. And they would just point to you. So that was, there was like 5,000 people narrowed down to 1,500. And then they get, there was a day break in between because it was based on your last name then. So we got to go see Graceland and Beale Street and do all the like touristy things. And then the next time was in just, I think like their convention center. And that round was narrowed from 1500 to 500 and then the the round where I got cut was 500 to 250. Okay. Well, so. Still that's that's a pretty decent accomplishment I would yeah, say. Yeah, and it's actually like once that round was completed, the people that did make it to Simon, Paula and Randy, they had to wait 2 weeks. So they had to come back to Memphis in 2 weeks. So it's not oh, wow. it was not all done and it's like boom time. boom boom yeah. like they want you to to believe on TV. Now what'd you see? Walking in Memphis. Okay. Very nice, Mark Cohen. 
tell me something that's on your bucket list. I want to travel a lot. Um, my husband and I really like cruises. We actually had, we've had three canceled so far because <laughs> oh. of COVID. Um, but I, like cruises are great and they're a very inexpensive way to see places that you might not otherwise see but i would like to go places that a cruise is not going to be able to take me or at least not a not a cruise that would be in any sort of timely manner so i would love to you know go to europe go to hawaii go i mean go a lot of places all over the place what does success mean to you this this feels very much like a pageant question (laughs) (laughs) I think success is, it's ultimately being satisfied with yourself because you can have, you can open your own business or you can work for a Fortune 500 company or you can be a stay-at-home mom that doesn't work and you can still be wanting more. You can make that six-figure salary. You can have four or five cars. You can have three houses and you can still be dissatisfied with yourself. And I think at the end of the day or the end of your life that sounds so morbid but (laughs) I think at that time if you can't say I'm happy with myself I'm happy with the decisions I made I'm happy with how I made other people feel then what does all of that other you know workforce success really mean and now it's time for lightning round quick questions and quick answers number one question what's your favorite band or artist (laughs) oh gosh who's the fave garth brooks okay really yes have you seen garth i've seen garth the last two times he's been in indiana and the last time i shook his hand and he said hi to me and i about died (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome are you an early bird or a night owl neither that's all right yeah middle of the day -er? i know once i get in the habit of getting up early i like I do like that more I never look forward to it but I have gotten to the point where I know if I get up at you know six o'clock and get the kids up and get ready I will feel more productive but it's all right to sleep in until 10 no that never I mean have have (laughs) twins and get back to me and see if that happens (laughs) what's your favorite book oh my gosh this is this sounds so juvenile, but I loved the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> Have you ever met anyone famous? Well, I mean, I Garth mean, I is at Garth. the top of the list. <laughs> Gosh, I've met quite a few actually. I have Edron James' autograph. I was like ten when I got it, and my mom was like, "Go get his autograph." I'm like, "Who is this?" <laughs> but now it's cool, yeah. so that's good. What's your guilty pleasure? Hmm eating ice cream after my kids go to bed hey i get it (laughs) what flavor uh i'm not real picky honestly i'm not a huge fan of chocolate ice cream i like chocolate but not chocolate ice cream usually i'm like a birthday cake or cake type person what's your favorite movie the little mermaid that's a good movie i like that movie (laughs) i knew if i like i have adult movies that are my favorite but i know once my mom and my husband listen to this if i did not say the little mermaid they'd be like why didn't you say the little mermaid (laughs) oh she even has a little mermaid purse i love it yep (laughs) what's your hidden talent i guess singing I mean, I don't really consider. Yeah, I, did I, not mean, know I guess so. You sang yeah. until the American Idol. Story I mean, I, here. I guess it's. I mean, it's hidden if you just meet me like this. But if you're ever around me or in my car, like you're getting <laughs> subjected to it, whether you like it or not. And that goes into our next question. Exactly. Do you sing in the shower? Um, not, not usually. 
It's the car. It's the car. Yeah. Or in the store. Um, I have been caught in the store a couple times already (laughs) because I have the speakers throughout the store. And if it's not busy, I turn like Alexa volume up and (laughs) jam out. Yeah. You've got your own store. And the the acoustics in the store are actually pretty impressive. So (laughs) that's nice. Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, I feel like half of your listeners are going to come at me. I have never Trust. seen either. That's okay. Trust me, they won't come after you. So. <laughs> we have a good mix of I love one or the two, or, or I do not. not care about any of them. Yeah, so I've never, like, I mean, I'm not opposed to watching them. It's just nothing that I've ever been like, oh my God, I have to see that. And knowing you're a movie person, come on. Yeah, well, they came out before I was oh, born, okay. so. Oh, she's a youngin, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the originals came out <laughs> yeah. before I was born, so. What's your most used emoji on your phone? The sideways laughing face. Okay. Like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad this isn't a, this is not a video. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. No problem. Now, just... now go open up the store. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll be doing that. Yeah, places to be. Well, thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Yep. Bye. Bye. Alexa, play Big Fart. Welcome to Big Fart. Would you like me to fart? No. Okie dokie. All right. So the other day I came downstairs and I asked Alexa for something. Don't say her name. And she she played this. Welcome to Big Fart. Would you like me to fart? Yes. That was a funky one. Try asking me for an engine rumbler fart. And of or course, random. And of course, <laughs> fart girl was Most around. Farts are in the extreme farts pack. Would you like to learn more? No. So, of course, that was within earshot of someone of who is a five-year-old boy around the house when it comes to farts. <laughs> and we found out that old Alexa, the speaker, the speaker. Um, has a whole fart She's got a encyclopedia. Rep- a repertoire of farts. <laughs> and it... <laughs> and somebody got so giggled. I got so tickled. I, like, I could not talk. I couldn't breathe. I was crying. It just made me laugh so hard. None of our children were around. It was just me and Matt telling the speaker to make fart noises. It was so funny. Alexa, fart. <laughs> That was a long one. Try asking me for a very squelchy <laughs> fart. Or say random. Random. <laughs> that was a long and crispy one. Would you like me to play another fart sound? No. Okay. Just say cancel. If you have had enough farting for the day. Or say random to keep the toots coming. Keep the toots coming! <laughs> <laughs> Just ask what type of farts does your friend's name do? What kind of fart does Matt do? Matt mostly makes mighty monstrous farts. <laughs> like this. That's got some bass to it. Try asking me for a quick fart. Or say random. Here comes a quick fart. Try asking me for a quick fart. Or say random. So if you can imagine being at home with 
That was a quick and squelchy one. <laughs> Ask me about the extreme farts extension With pack. Angie, just who random. just giggles like this the whole time. Then the speaker did. Like, we didn't ask her to. She just did, a, like, a 30-second fart countdown. It was, like, 30 seconds of long, different kinds of farts. And that's when I lost it because I was holding it together till then. But then I, like, I couldn't handle it anymore. It was so funny. Alexa, play 10 seconds of fart noises. Holy cow. <laughs> It reminds me of Dumb and Dumber, you know? Yes, I love Dumb and Dumber. When he's on the toilet, that's the best part of the whole movie. Don't blame me. Who detected it? Projected it? Try asking me to play Mr. Farts. Alexa, play Mr. Farts. Now playing Mr. Farts. Reggae Farts. Reggae Farts. (laughs) 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 What was it when she played the fart song last (laughs) Alexa. Just over and over again. (laughs) Alexa, play the fart song. Now playing Mr. Farts. This is different. It's got a little groove to it. Oh, yeah. Having a party with Mr. Fox. Cut the cheese whenever you please. I can get FOMO Fox so low. You only live once. We used to say no, no. Let it rip straight from the hip. And the beans can smell each other. I am a seven year old boy. You are. Alexis. Oh, my gosh. Okie dokie. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone gone boss. boss.